Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 58 of Chuchigatri Unlimited Train Work Through Game Chuchu's Anime Podcast. 58. Um, that's, okay, so that's actually what it's been 116 weeks, or like 115 or something like that, because we did do the one where we were like, we're gonna do it weekly, and then we were like, no. Or no, was no, it the other we, way around? We, it was yeah, monthly. We, it was gonna be monthly. It's going to be monthly, yeah. so it's like 118 weeks. Um, Give or take, you know? Yeah, maybe 100. I don't remember how long it took us. I think it might have been like a couple episodes, and then we were just mm-hmm. like, eh, maybe one. I mean, we've skipped I don't know. some, too, you know? It's, it's, it's true. That's true. That yeah. is true, yeah. Well, either way, uh, with me, as always, is, uh, you know, John, John, just talking. There's John. Hi, yes, it's me. I'm talking. I'm here. I'm doing that kind of stuff. So is Elvi. Hi. I'm also here. Now I'm talking. Now you're talking. Now I'm talking. <laughs> um, well, hopefully we'll have a lot more to hear from you as the show goes on. Because um, <laughs> we got some stuff to go through. I'm hoping, I'm counting on both of you to uh, carry me this time because I will have not watched much anime. This, I, I have like a couple things here that will take maybe three minutes total to talk about. <laughs> um, but... Uh, hopefully the rest of you i know john has his precures we'll talk about later um mm. but uh, yeah you know actually Elvie, how about you do do you want to talk about uh something you want to pick pick a little thing to talk about sure first? um hmm. wow um okay i just want to talk about um i think i'm going to start off with something messed up and it, okay. by messed up i mean the um the spider Oh, that's yeah. That one, I am caught up on that actually. So okay. it's it pretty twisted. <laughs> no, uh, like comparatively, everything else is is messed up as well. But they're actually kind of serious messed up. Let me talk about something messed up, but in in a in a nice way, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, again, I'm not. Sh- again, it's a little hard because right, the different schedules of wit- of all these different series are staggered, and they don't. They're not. They don't all fall on the same day, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, at least the last episode I saw is where she kind of. Um, where, you know, you kind of have the other end where, like, her classmates, she still has not run into it at all. She's still, like, they're still very, they're still on two very separate, like, <laughs> focuses, right? Um, and it seems like the plot for that is getting a little more, getting a little more nuts, like, getting a little more heavy-handed. But meanwhile, she's still underground, and who knows, like, Minecraft lava world, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. That's where she is right now. She's literally there. <laughs> um, and I really... Yeah, I really appreciate how heavy-handed it is when it comes to just kind of her being savvy over, like, video game mechanics and the idea of, like, skill trees and whatnot. That, to me, is just really funny, and it's still, I think, very consistently good about making fun of that. Because, again, going in, I did not expect that to be that important in the series and it's 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 very interesting how like there seems to be literal like video game mechanics with work working at it within this world and people are aware of it they're like pointing it out 
But again, I also don't know if that's just with her. Um, like, I don't know if you see, I don't know if she's experiencing the world. And I mean, she is because she's like in a spider body, but everyone else is like, just at least all the other people we saw, they're humans or they're like in a, or at least humanoid. Um, for the mo- for the most part, so I don't know what they're seeing in their perspective, but she's like seeing everything in video game like jargon, and even hearing things like a disembodied voice telling her, you know, congrats, or like some sort of is she seeing some sort of UI interface? So that's, I think that's I think that's really cool. Where she, um, sorry, I'm like wiggling in my seat. She, I think that's cool. Where she seems to see the world much differently than other people, because like you said, Rose, like if. Other people see her as a literal monster, but she doesn't see herself that way. She just sees herself as le- at least some sort of cute anime spider. At least to compensate the fact that she is a spider, it's kind of her way of coping. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, what I the episode prior to like the 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 most recent one was like I really liked how I don't know if it's an eel. She at least the subtitles I was watching it it, it says eel. It looked like she's an basically eel too, fighting so. some serpent creature from again in Minecraft lava hell. Um, and she used it to make us a, a little hut for herself, which I really, <laughs> I really Who's going like. to fuck she with made, that? Yeah, right? Like, it's like, so she, and like, yeah, it's doing a lot of clever things where like, she, she was thinking like, okay, I can't eat this thing. So literally it's, it's everything she's been doing with so far is about her eating and surviving. And that's like, she's just kind of at her most primordial like state right now where she's like accepting embracing. I am an animal. I am some sort of like hell creature now. I, I, this is all I've got to do to live. Um, so literally everything she fights, she thinks about, can I eat this? And that's, that's, that's great. That's a great, that's a great thing to deal with. Um, but yeah, basically she realized I, she can't eat this thing. Like the skin is too tough. She, I'm not powerful enough for it. Um, and so what she does is that like, oh, I can, uh, my body can, again, like video game cats, she, her, her body can like ascend, can evolve to the next like state of like the skill tree or whatever. And she decides to use it like as a hive. Like she kind of swirls, the, she kind of spirals the the serpent's body. Or again, eel, I don't know what it is. Um, to just make a little cone-shaped, um, yeah, like a little spiral dome. And, um, and it's, yeah, and the skin is hard enough, like, as she pointed out, is to protect her. So in that time, she can just hibernate and, like, eventually come out better. Um, and yeah, in that evolved state, with her skills boosting, she's able to, like, break through the skin finally, and then actually try to eat it. And then she realizes, oh, at the cost of becoming more powerful... Um, I now have to eat more. So, uh, and now, and you know, so she really, she ate the whole thing like at one and would go and do not notice how much time has passed. But yeah, I'm just so fascinated by the show more than like I thought I would be. Cause again, like it, it, it could have easily ran into the issue of like, oh, one joke, she's like a spider and she's just going nuts. And you, um, but it's actually, it's actually being very consistent with how it's like elevating that one joke or maybe two jokes. There's probably more than one joke in there. <laughs> um, and I really don't care about the other people. <laughs> like, I really don't. Like, I have, I don't, I don't know what's going on there, to be honest. Like, I, I, I think I can sense what's going on in relation to her. Like, I can, I can easily theorize a situation where, um, she's going to eventually run into her classmates and I might be a, definitely a huge problem because at that point she might be like, a, she might be seen as a monster, right? And that's, I can easily predict that happening. But I'm curious as to how that connects with like, 
what appears to be the actual antagonist of the show, but I really don't care about this evil. I just care about this crazy yeah. spider girl <laughs> going nuts in Minecraft world. <laughs> like, yeah, going, how do you know, compete with further, that? I don't know when she, yeah, I don't know if she's going further underground or going up. I don't know what's going on, but yeah, there's like a subplot where one of the one of her classmates again, like kind of the what's the word? I don't know. Like I don't know because again, I don't know what his role was in their past life as you know, as, like as school kids in their school. But like the whole thing is like, oh, his older brother is like perceived as a hero, and there's a whole like thing about that where he doesn't want he doesn't want to associate with that, but at the same time being connected with that like leads. I don't know. Like there's like all these like weird reputation like. Like like things at stake. Like there's there's like a soap opera ruin like above ground. But meanwhile, underground, there's a spider girl just going nuts. And like I I care about that. Really, I just care about that. I don't really care what's going on above ground. But at some point, it's going to eventually come together in some way. But at the moment, I I'm not really paying attention to that. It's it seems it's just a lot of like it's just a lot of human drama, really. So yeah, the, the, but yeah. Uh, I, again, I was surprised by the show. So. It's yeah, still, no, still it's still it. enjoyable, sure. Um, yeah. In terms of the isekais, it's a good one. Uh, the uh, the only thing that I really remember from the people side is that there's the insane Catholic girl. Um, <laughs> yes, who, like, you're right. She's just like, she just shows up and she's like, let me know if you see anyone who has the taboo skill or whatever, because we need to right. kill them instantly. Yeah, and that, everyone's like, I, <laughs> she had a hard time when she got isekai'd, okay? Please I thought it was funny, too. I think it was it, it was definitely like, like I do kind of feel bad for her because it's like she's just realized I'm like she just she's just realizing how useless she currently is <laughs> in the situation. Mean all the rest of her party is like kind of ripping through things, and she's not. She does. She's she she seems she seems like she only comes into play in very specific moments. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. So have you seen the most recent episode too? Yes or. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so yeah, the, the I love the chuny brain that she has now that mm-hmm. just lives inside. Ugh. Right, it's too. So I, that that makes me think like so the is, are the ending credits literal? She's gonna. Have, I like, think four it's to, different... yeah. I think she's gonna have four different hers. <laughs> she's gonna or have whatever. four different. Yeah, she's gonna have four different brains. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I love how they're all doing that now. Really, just have like. One bra- like you have your little brain cells in your head just arguing with yourself. <laughs> it's a great tr- I, like I loved it in Kaguya. I loved it in Villainous. Uh, like I, mm-hmm. I I I love it every time. Uh, this one's really good just because I like the part where it's like the other one exists to like s- divide her stats or whatever for her because she's too stupid. <laughs> yeah, one is her perception and the other is the rest of her. Yeah. So like and the- <laughs> and I just like there the- was a part in the yeah yeah there was a part in the recent episode where we kind of. Like- it does the whole zooming in thing through her eye, and it zooms in back to her. <laughs> just, I just, yeah, it's it's really funny. I I just like the part where it's like, what if, what if, what if we did, we got all the evil eye skills, uh, at once, and she's like, how does that work? And he's like, dude, we have eight eyes, and she's like, holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> she's just like, we could just have eight evil eye abilities or whatever. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's nice too because I think like they did also want to introduce that idea at some point because she kind of right the whole thing is she's by herself technically she's kind of talking to herself so that's gonna add an interesting dynamic where it is still herself but it's like a different it's like a weird different personality of herself um, <laughs> so <laughs> it's fun I, I like it a lot um, yeah I'm wondering what the other two are going to be because this one's just it's the Toonie <laughs> one or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a that's a good show. I 
I feel like the more recent episodes have at least been less po- human-y, politic zone. Uh, right. And more focused on her. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel like this is probably still smarter, knowing that, like, in the manga and the books or whatever, it was like they just dumped all of the human stuff at once later on or whatever and did flashbacks and stuff. Because, like, I feel like if you're doing it concurrently, then you don't have to, you know, spend 10 episodes straight of that stuff or something like that, you know? Right. I feel like maybe that's a better... I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. Uh, a lot of people really like the manga, so I bet it continues to be good, probably. Um, I... I... The, the main villain lady looks really horny is the only other thing. Yeah. About it. Like extreme. Mm-hmm. She's just a fake character. Um, <laughs> it's, it's kind of insane. Uh, oh, only other thing I remembered. I, I remember I was trying to remember the whole time. I really like when she complains about a feature in the game and they say, okay, we're thinking, or like a, a stat that she has. And they're like, all right, well, uh, God, God, God agrees with you. Um, we're giving you a new stat instead. Sorry for right, that one. <laughs> She's just like, she has like a mental breakdown about it for a second. It's like, oh God. And then she's like, eh, whatever, who cares? That's fine. Um, all right. Uh, John. Yes. What would you like to talk? Do you want to talk about something, uh, more low key first? Or do you want to get right into it? Or... I think I need to address something uh, to the audience, okay. to those following along at home. Um, I would like to personally apologize for what I did to the Yuru Camp girls. <laughs> your, your, your sick and twisted mind. Last episode. Too powerful. Last episode, I, I, again, I need to reiterate, I was not complaining, but I commented that the girls in your camp don't really run into any, like, major issues, you know? Usually if they run into some kind of problem, it's solved very quickly. The episode after that, the girls that weren't Shimarin or Nadesco, I don't remember all of their names, I apologize, but, like, the, the secondary group, the, the ones that are actually, like, in the camping club, um, they went camping together. And they did not check the weather beforehand, and their phones died, so they were stranded, freezing cold, like, legitimate, almost gonna die cold. And they started to figure it out, you know, they were like, okay, we need to, like, go get hand warmers and, like, sleep together under sleeping bags and stuff, and, like, get some, like cardboard boxes and stuff to lay under the sleeping bags and you know like they they were trying to like survive as best as possible but it was like legitimately harrowing um but then turns out that they're they had like camping neighbors near them that had like a super warm tent and they just ate hot pot together and then their their teacher actually showed up their drunk teacher showed up and was like oh i actually got a call from rin because y'all didn't, like, answer any of her texts for a while. She got worried about you. And she also noticed how cold it was because she's always looking at the weather. And so, you know, Rin saved the day as well. Um, so, yeah, they, they ran into legitimate peril. And uh, I, I feel I need to apologize to the, the Eurocamp girls for what I did to them. 
Why did you do it, though? I didn't mean to. <laughs> this was not a choice I made. This was, I, I just, I accidentally put that energy out into the world, and it, it, it came back. It, it, it came back to them. And I apologize. I profusely apologize for what I did to them, but I did not mean to do it. And then the episode after that, Nadeshko goes solo camping, and it's very cute. She's having a great time solo camping. Well, I'm glad in the end they had a good time, I guess. Yeah, the, she the, the, they did get rescued, and uh, they ended up just sleeping in the teacher's car, which is kind of funny. Um, because the teacher couldn't just drive them back because she got drunk. <laughs> so they, they slept in her car so she could sleep it off. What is with all these drunk teachers and all these anime? I don't know, I think it's just... Is it because like, of Eurocamp? No. Maybe? It has to be I, before Eurocamp. Yeah. It has to be. I want to know the or it's mis- it's Masato. It's Masato. It's Masato <laughs> from Mangelion. Yeah, I clearly remember the first case running of the trope, or at least realizing like, oh, this is a trope is in like Anzibongo Dayo. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, Masato's not a teacher. Oh, she may as well be. She's just like yeah, but yeah, it's still like yeah. the whole like close. she's like a superior, yeah. so she's some sort of authoritative figure, yeah. figure who is seen kind of like as a teacher, as yeah. some sort of mentor, even though she's not meant to be, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, she might as well be a teacher. I agree. Yeah. That's kind yeah, of the thing. Yeah. She kinda just has, imprinted like, all on all those mm-hmm. kids' minds in the nineties, <laughs> and now they're all fucked up, and they're like, "Oh, yes. there's nothing hotter than this." Uh huh. Exactly. <laughs> when really they should be thinking about Kaiji and his watermelons. That's stability. That's stability. <laughs> right there. I mean, that loops back because then they want to be Kaji for, for her. That's why, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's a loop. That's disturbing. That's not what it's about. You know, <laughs> I know. I know. I, I guess that's about. better than the alternative. <laughs> it's, well, yeah. it, that, that is, though, not what it's about. Um, anyway, yeah, the, the, they are all, they are all safe. None of them died. Um, I, I, I hope that's not like, I don't want to put any more of that energy out there though. You know, like I, <laughs> I, I don't want to be like, oh boy, I hope that nobody like gets like in an avalanche or something. Cause then like this, the season finale is going to be like, so, like the, the girls have the to death of out. shimmery. <laughs> Yeah, she's gonna have to like dig her way out of an out of a fucking avalanche. She could do it. Though. Gonna, I believe in her. It'd just be like episode twelve, the last camping or something like that. <laughs> yeah, the last like, camping like, trip. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> the final Mor- tent. Morning Nadesco. Like, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the title of the episode. Um. All right. Um. So I um so so the slime anime mm-hmm. is still going right, and I'm still watching it right. Um, we are now at the point where uh, Rimuru is now a, a Final Fantasy villain uh, because he became the Joker. Mm. <laughs> um, because uh, his economy was too good, so the uh, other neighboring country got the church to declare him an enemy of God, and they just went and killed everyone. Ah. in his village um so now it's like uh it's a little more i think they introduced a good way to make that show more interesting than that like you know like the real low point of that series i think was that big thing where they're fighting the big manta ray forever and it's just like well we know that he's just gonna win in one hit so what's the point right 
Like, it's just like, what's, what's the point of this? They've introduced some good, uh, stuff to like curb his power stuff and actually do more like the spider and, uh, isekai stuff that I've been enjoying. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. where he actually has to like go like, oh, I can use this move like this way and like this stuff like this. Um, real statistic stuff, uh, that sometimes doesn't even work, which I think is more interesting than just, right. you know, hey, I'm going to use the level, whatever, 99 spell that kills everyone. Um, I think that's pretty good. Um, overall, I think it, it, it is weird. Um, it, it has weird vibes now, that show. Um, mm. But uh, it's, uh, you know, I'm still enjoying it to an extent. I think it will get better as it goes on because I know some stuff that happens later on. Um, I'm just honestly glad that they kind of had a break away from what they were doing for the longest time. Like, they're not fucking with those kids anymore either, which was, like, also the worst part of the slime anime, I think. This one, they were just like, here's the kids and this one weird kid who has the future her who loves him or whatever, you know, like that stuff. That was whack. No more of that. There's like, yeah, it's just like, oh, the church is evil. JRPG. Let's go. Yeah. um, Yeah. It's interesting. I'm interested to see where it goes. Go from here. Um, I know that the season will be broken up though. So I don't know how far this will get. Um, Yeah. That's uh, that's going. Uh, I don't know anyone else's why, because <laughs> I was like, I'm just here now. But uh, I'm still enjoying it because you know I love blue mages from Final Fantasy, so I'll take what I can get. Yeah, there you go. Uh, all right. Uh, do y'all want to talk about your Wonder Egg now, or is that too heavy <laughs> early on, or? No, it's, What's it's the... still good, I'd say. It's, you know, okay. LV, you're, you're, yeah, you're down? Sure. sure. Yeah. LV, do you want to you wanna take some of it, or should we just kind of tackle it? What do you want to do? We can, like, just tag team it. All I right, let's go. let's go. Let's <laughs> go. Boom, boom. Let's go. Uh, what would our tag team be called, LV? Uh, well, I don't know. We need, like, a theme. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'll, uh... I don't know. We, we can work the shop. penguin can work and the shop. Joker, right? Did, did the penguin oh, and the Joker shit. ever team up? And... <laughs> yes, maybe. It depends. Fuck! <laughs> Holy shit! Maybe. Uh, all right. It, that's um, very strong, though. It is. Yeah. All right. So yeah, <laughs> Wonder Egg has been really good recently, though. It has been quite heavy, but I think it has been tackling what it has been uh, presenting very well. Um. Like just, it's it's still just so well animated, so well storyboarded, so well written, so well acted. Like everything about it is top notch. I feel. I don't. I don't know if no, you I, feel the yeah, same I agree. way. No, yeah, I, I agree. Like I think like this was definitely the the most recent epi- episode was definitely like stronger compared to I think like. The last couple, a lot of, I, I have a lot. I, I think there's like a lot we can unpack with the previous one too. Like. The one, the one before this recent and another Rika spotlight episode, but um, like the Momo episode, right? Was was mm-hmm. a little was a still a little like weird in in a sense of like it being a little confusing as to what they're implying because right. <laughs> it seems like they were trying to go all sorts of directions in regards to 
how this character feels. No, actually, they were very explicit about how this character feels, but I don't know what the show itself wanted to say about this character. Yes. <laughs> In regards to uh, their gender, like, it was clear about that. Uh, but then it, I don't know if there was something else that is left unresolved with that. So, mm-hmm. but I think the most recent one is definitely. Um, a little more clear about what I want to say, especially in regards to, I think, unfortunately, something that resonates with a lot of people, especially in relationship to, especially in relation to, like, broken family life, like, a broken mm-hmm. family life, and, like, how a lot of, yeah, a lot of people have to confront, like, you know, they're not, they're not in a family considered whole, like, in the eyes of, like, what society considers whole, and sometimes they're, sometimes that's, you know, and sometimes that's, like, fine, like, you're, you still have a family that's, like, it doesn't matter if you're related to someone, if, or if you don't have both parents, or, like, etc., like, it's just, if that's your family, that's your family, um, but in this case, it was exploring the idea of, like, why this family was broken, and in the case, it was, like, Rika's family, um, and it further, unpa- it further, it, it was, again, another episode focusing on her and how she, and how, like, her father, you know, she she, her, her, she has an absentee father, or, like, for some reason, she, like, she doesn't know who her, well, she kind of has an idea of who her father is, but she doesn't remember clearly, and she doesn't feel like she's ever met him as a person. Um, yeah, and it because, goes into like, how, yeah, 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 like, her, her mom, you know, was, like, I, I guess, like, a, a hostess of some sort, and, like, would, you know, date around, sleep around a bit, and so... You know, the, the the father is out of the picture and, you know, it seems, you know, like the, the mom is like putting some of the onus on Rika, even though Rika's just like, no, like, because the mom's like, he abandoned us. And Rika's like, no, he abandoned you, you know, like just saying that. And she she feels like there's a hole in her life because she doesn't have that father figure and that, you know, she's she's she, she wants she, she's she feels like she, she needs to have that. But as the episode goes on, you know, like, not to spoil everything about it, but she kind of, like, goes through and realizes, like, I don't need that. I don't need, I don't need any kind of, like, specific things that society decides I need, you know? Like, if I can figure out happiness with, like, my friends and my found family, then that's more important than my dad or my mom, you know? Like, I'll, like, you know, like... She, she seems more prepared to, like, put up with her mom, too, at the end of the episode. You know, like, her mom is just saying, like, like, her mom says, like, you're gonna abandon me, too. And, like, Rika just straight up says, yeah, but not right now. You know, like, she's just straight up, like, I'm, you know, like, yeah, you treated me like shit. And I'm absolutely prepared to be rid of you eventually. But, you know, I'm still, like, a teen. I still need to figure my shit out. But... You know, she's just straight up honest with her with with her mother, you know, like, yeah, like once I have my shit in order, which, you know, she's going to be able to do that by herself, not with the help of her mother. You know, she's she's doing it. You know, she, she she's able to take control of these of these emotions and her like actions better because she has a support group now. She has the other Wonder Egg girls and, you know, she she feels capable of like becoming a better person. And so. Yeah, like that that all was like real it was really really well done in my opinion. Um and something that I noticed as well in this episode cuz I never I, I I guess I never really put two and two together until just now, but um 
you know, like, a, a big part of Rika's character and a big part of, like, how she is, like, struggling with, like, her emotions and feeling weak and all that is um, that she does self-harm. And particularly, uh, it's, like, something that I noticed, like, her weapon is this big box cutter. And so in the episode, she is, like, she, she feels like she, she, she's about to self-harm again and she decides... She decides, I don't know if she truly decides against it or if she just second guesses it because, like, something that they introduced in these past two episodes is they now all have, like, these little familiars and Rika's is, like, this turtle. And so the turtle is, like, out and won't go go back into, because, like, you can call it out and, and pull it back in with, like, a command and the turtle won't go back into the, in, into the little, like, container when she's about to self-harm. So it's, like, it's there for her. Um... But then I, I also realized that, like, her weapon is also the thing that she is, like, using to harm herself in that light. So, like, she is, she's going to be able to take that, she, 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 she needs, she, she is working to control the self-harm. She's working to control her emotions and, like, her using the thing that she harms, that she harms herself with to better to fight against the the enemies that she, that she is going up against is it's it's interesting it's interesting i don't know if it's fully saying anything yet with that but i just think it's an interesting like visual yeah i haven't noticed that that's actually kind of yeah that that is interesting right yeah. i have, i have not made i am not keen at her yeah i think you're i think you're pretty right though like with what they were probably going for with it which is yeah her She's still, you know, she still has this problem, and especially still at home where she has to confront like her mom. You know, she, you know, like I, yeah, like you said, she, she reached the point where she can respect this this person who is her mom, and at least have some sort of empathy to get why she's the way she is. But as far mm -hmm. as we know, her mom is not changing her own behavior. Her mom's not like owning up to the fact that she has to take care of her daughter, and she's clearly not showing any signs of being responsible with that. Now she's mm -hmm. still unfortunately like an alcoholic and not taking care of herself, and yeah, again, her own child. Um, so, you know, unfortunately, Rika's still in an environment where, like, she's still gonna, like, has to confront this darkness a lot of times. And I think you're on the nose when, in regards to the fact that it being her weapon means that there are gonna be times where she can, like, just at least overcome it and know she can't completely fall victim to it. She knows, she knows, she knows better now to learn how to, um, you know, not, mm -hmm. not, not the word control, but at least, at least maybe, at Mitigate. least, at least, Mitigate yeah, yeah, emotions, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, like, process it better and, like, know and realize, you know, I actually have now new friends. I, I actually now have these other people who are willing to support me and are and are worried about me, unlike my parents, you mm -hmm. know, um, and that it's something I don't, you know, it's something she doesn't have to always fall on to release her pain, right? Yeah, um, and, and then on top of that, there is also the fight that she has in this episode where she's trying to rescue a girl who very apparently killed herself because of like a cult that she was in a part of yeah. in, in like a yeah. patriarchal cult. Yeah. And um, the, like the, the monster is like the leader of the cult and is like the girl that she's trying to save is like, like actively fighting against Rika, like to save her. Like she's like, right. no, I want, I like, I want to go with him again. Basically. Yeah. She's and, like convinced that she's convinced like, no, this is right. Which is unfortunately the way how she, died probably you know like the yeah. whole thing would her the, the little thing she said about herself was that she was in this cult because her family was struggling and unfortunately that's a very you know that's mm -hmm. a very commonplace situation where you have 
people in these situations and then and sometimes too they unfortunately give away their children to these things yeah. you know, they sometimes like indoctrinate these kids because it's like oh that's better for them or like you know mm-hmm. the whole scary thing about even child brides you know that's mm-hmm. still something that goes on um yeah. and um and um that's a, you know and then unfortunately that girl has learned to believe that yeah this is the only way i can be saved so mm-hmm. as you were going into yeah it's like the the monster seems to be the leader of the cult or symbolizes the leader of the cult and it was a very it, would, it clearly was supposed to be like a man of some sort it, like it was very yeah. paternal too it was very fatherly so it was it was it definitely lined up with rico's own situation where she felt mm-hmm. like meeting her father and over romanticizing like how he was probably a good man which we know probably was not the case if he left yeah. her mom or there's no answers to her like as to why they left why you know they have no communication whatsoever mm-hmm. um it, it it basically was a stark reality to rika to realize like yeah this is not meeting my father is not going to solve my situation and because now i'm like she's now she now saw the situation with this this victim who realized mm-hmm. who thought who thought that was the case for her like this father figure was gonna save me which was not the case yeah and she, she also becomes like a paternal figure to her turtle in that like <laughs> yeah. when it starts to fight for her when she's like ready to give up and she like starts to give herself over to the monster because she's just like yeah this guy is gonna like she's just like yeah he's gonna be my dad for me basically and then the turtle comes in and rescues her and she you know she's basically just like yeah, no, I don't need a dad. I don't need a mom, but I can be like a like a mom to the turtle. And then you know she's still got her relationship with her friends too. And it's just like, yeah, there's she she realizes that like you know you don't like it's it it's fucking it fucking sucks when you don't have those relationships. Like, trust me, I know it does suck when you don't have those all of those relationships that society. Uh, wants you to have and you know it sucks when you don't have all the support that you should have but you know you're you know we we all have support groups we all have people that care about us and like want us to succeed and you know it they don't have to be your blood family and uh you know you will be able to find people that love you just as much and want to see you succeed you know and like that was that was really that this episode definitely hit me pretty hard, and I I know I I feel like it was um I feel like it was really well done um it was it was it was really good um the episode before too I was interesting um it felt kind of like a lot of setup though um mm-hmm. yeah because it was more about like setting up the, the it, like I it, you know they get they got the 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 like familiars and then there was just a lot of scenes about the um the like teacher yeah specifically him like getting like he's he's dating uh the the main girl's mom now mm-hmm. and they're still kind of like beating around the bush about like how all that stuff went down especially because mm-hmm. like they kind of hint that maybe the teacher was like in a relationship with the main character's uh, friend who killed herself, and like that mm-hmm. he might be why she did, or you know maybe you know maybe secretly the main character has feelings for the teacher, and they even like there's even a scene where she like runs off to like go to meet him at the school. And it is shot and, like, framed exactly like she's going to, like, confess to him. Mm-hmm. And instead, she just tells him that she's going to start going to school. 
because she's like I, I, she she has decided that she's not just going to keep running away from the 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 ba- the fear and the like the the baggage that going to school has with like her friend killing herself and her being bullied for her eyes um it's it was it was yeah it was it was it's interesting. it was very interesting yeah it was very interesting mm-hmm. in regards to like you said I, it, it definitely is just a setup it was definitely just setting up something in regards to um the bigger issue at hand with the main character's own issue in resolving mm-hmm. like what happened with her best friend and whether or not you know there might have been an inappropriate relationship with the teacher across the three of them you know like yeah. did the best friend have was there something going on with the best friend and the teacher and then did i the main character herself feel like a third wheel to that did she herself have feelings for the teacher and she felt really you know and even more now it's just the the situation you can't imagine like being her right and like her mm-hmm. now her like if something really ba- inappropriate did happen with the teacher now all of a sudden he's he's stuck in her life especially if she's he's dating her mom now right mm-hmm. and he's been constantly um visiting her and the reason he's been visiting her was i think in conjunction with the fact that he was checking in on her as someone who did drop out of school yeah and that's something that that's something that like you know like i don't know this something in the states that doesn't really happen but i can imagine in smaller schools that does happen where the teacher does get personally involved with the family so that because normally you would have like, like counselors or like social workers not necessarily the teacher but like um but then it was definitely in conjunction with what you wrote, which makes more sense now that, like, the whole time her mom and him were kind of seeing each other. They were building up, like, dating. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I think I think what was interesting, too, in regards to um, that, like, in our own speculation, I, I think it was I think it was very good about, like, showing how, in spite of the fact that, you know, our own main characters are the people we want to cheer up on, like, they themselves were kind of not great treating her in this episode too, but it was realistic. I think, I think it made sense, especially with them being teenage girls and like, kind of not sure, like, you know, how to respond to these things, which unfortunately happens a lot in real life when it comes to like, you know, gaslighting people over like, did something bad happen here? Or like, was there something? Um, because we also found out that Mo is related to the teacher. He like, he is like some sort of uncle, like on yeah, like, her extended they, And then she yeah, was, he's, you know, he's and they were uncle. talking about they, the situation. Yeah. They, they showed that like a few episodes ago. Cause right. uh, I think it was when Mo, Mo that was before we met like, her officially. No, yeah. I, it was, it was, she like went over, it was when like, they all went over to the right. main girl's house for the first time. And they right. saw the teacher yeah. there and they're like, Oh, that's my uncle. Um, yeah. But yeah, like like the scene where like the scene where they are all like talking about it, yeah, that that was really realistic. Where you know they were like joking, she had a crush on him, but yeah, it was like, like we Rika don't know was, that. <laughs> Rika was kind of playing around with it, and Moe was like, "Oh, you know, we're gonna be family, isn't that great?" And they're just like, oh, "She doesn't seem like it's she, gonna be great," you know? Yeah, it's, she doesn't realize like how uncomfortable that situation is for mm-hmm, her. She doesn't yeah. know. Like, yeah, they don't know. They actually, which is interesting, they're friends, but they, they know each other well enough, but they kind of don't know the extent of each other's pain, mm-hmm. right? That's like, at the end of the day, you're friends with someone, but even though you know their whole story, you don't know what it's like in their shoes. So she herself was, of course, insulted where a theory was brought up like, oh, is is he is he just being inappropriate with like underage girls? You know, again, we don't know yet at this point. But of course, like this is Momo's family. She doesn't know either. And like, we, it doesn't seem like they're close either. Again, he seems to be just extended family and they see each other once in a while, but like, of course, she was insulted, and she just didn't want to talk about it anymore, and she felt, like, really <laughs> offended by that suggestion. Mm-hmm. So, it's, yeah, it's it seems to be, I don't know, I feel like it's kind of obvious. Like, again, like I said, it's, it, it seems like something inappropriate did happen across, like, her and the best friend and him, but, you know, again, they're still just kind of walking around it just to build it up. So, 
so I'm just very curious how to see how that goes. Um, but, but yeah, it was, yeah, it's still, I think it's still a very solid series so far with how it's handling these things. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I'm, um, yeah, I, yeah. I've been looking at the anime news network reviews and, uh, just to like, you know, get some different opinions just cause like, I like to, like, it's, it's yeah. good to stew on this show. It's really good to just like sit there and just be like, okay, ha- like, how was this handled? What were they trying to convey for like some of the more, you know, layered episodes? Um, and something that they said on Anime News Network was, uh, I, th- I think they said like, the show is constantly walking a tightrope in that if they do even the tiniest little thing wrong with some of the stuff they're talking about, it will just, like, it will <laughs> yeah, be a on. disaster. Yeah, but they yep. have been, like, we're like six or seven episodes in and they have been just doing it, like, just doing it right. And, like, it's like I, I again. I think they said something like it is going to be the exact second that this show ends that we're just going to be able to exhale and be like, okay, they pulled it <laughs> off. Like that it's, is okay. It's like yeah, fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like okay, they did it. Like we're not going to know until the exact second it ends. So yeah, it's it's <laughs> like, and I think that was the whole thing with like Momo's episodes. You know, like again, we have to just see how this all transpires. Like we like. It's it's really difficult to like truly judge what they're doing until we hit the end because they are building on all of these things and like fleshing out these characters more and more and we don't even know like the truth behind the egg stuff. We don't know exactly like all the background to everything. Like it's it's mm-hmm. it's all about what this show is giving us and then we just need to have it all on our plate. When it's all finally done, we can look at it and say, yes, this is this was good. They pulled it off. This was a great story or they fucked it up and we can't really say so until it's over. So, I mean, I'm I I think so far it's really, really good. It's really, really good still so far. You know, I, I think it's interesting to check in on it and, you know, still say what was good in each episode. But, you know, it's going to be very interesting once we hit the last episode, once it's completely done we all sit down, talk about it, and then we can actually finally put a nail on, yes, Wonder Egg Priority is damn good, you know? Or, or it fucked up. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. Or it sucked And that's ass. fine, too. Yeah. That's yeah. fine, too. Like, so far, the journey has been kind of fulfilling, you know? Like, yeah. in the end, if something really, like, if the end, like, if the last episode decides to conclude on something really, like, and it's like, oh, okay. At the very least, it wasn't problematic the whole way through. I don't know. That's, like, a weird way to look at it, but... Each episode, like, like on its own, is like, okay, this is very strong. Yeah. Um, so, you know, ho- and hopefully it doesn't, but yeah, hopefully it doesn't conclude on a note that, like, would leave a sour taste in my mouth. Like, with, with something mm-hmm. totally not what I expect in terms of, like, how the creator and writer, like, sees the world, right? I think really in terms of the negative reviews I've seen in the show, like, on very little, very, very, very little. If, only, if anything, it's, um, as opposed to warning people, like, you know, if this is something that you can't handle heavy themes, you can't, you, you should not mm-hmm. watch the show. You know, you should be, or at least be wary of it going in. But, um, I kind of get, I kind of get their point too. Like, if you're not, <laughs> I don't know, like, like, like some of the negative comments in regards to the show really was that they felt like it was too much of like, you know, after school, especially, you, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, oh, there's like a moral or heavy topic we're going to focus on each episode. And like, I get that. Like, I totally get that. Like, it, it can it can it can kind of feel very ham fisted in that way. But I also don't feel like it's preachy. But I can kindly I can definitely see what they mean. Because it's like, I, there are some things they are like skirting around still in a weird way, kind of like the, the whole teacher issue. Mm-hmm. But 
but things like you know we're gonna we're gonna be really explicit like yeah this means abuse like this this is like you know like they're they're very they're very frank about it and the sort of thing you would find in like an adult a young young adult like teen show like mm-hmm. again after school special where like we're gonna deal with some dark topic this week right um and that, that's i can kind of see that being like a whole negative point if you if mm-hmm. you're not into that it's like uh, you know you kind of want something a little more um i don't know like railroady yeah yeah but it, 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 in a weird way, like, right, the monster of the week is uh, the societal problem, right? Yeah. It, it is, it is, it's right. But I yeah, think I, it's I, doing I totally it a lot smarter that than like that. A, yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah. I, I agree with you. I definitely agree. But that is, that's kind of what I see, um, like, the more negative perspective of what the show, like, you know, like, more negative opinions about the show. But I, I totally get what they mean, though. I, I, mm-hmm. I kind, kind of see that. But it's definitely not a show that, like you said, the whole tightrope where, like, it doesn't go too far off the end of, like, concluding on like opinions so far that i don't think i don't disagree like you know i don't ah, what's the word i do opinions that i don't think are like bad you know like opinions that don't seem like contradictory to what they were trying to go for right it's not a show that i I don't think would jokerify anyone uh yeah right (laughs) it's more like it's like yeah this is like a heavy show but it's not gonna it's not gonna make you upset it's gonna make you upset about what you see but it's not gonna make you upset about what it's trying to conclude about these things right Mm -hmm. um in a a terrible way Well, we will see, I suppose. Yep. I'm still <laughs> two episodes behind. I got caught up on the stuff from last time. <laughs> um, I'm not, I am, I'm pretty pessimistic, realistically, uh-huh. with all okay. the subject matter and stuff like that. I really don't think, I don't, so 22-7 was fine, and that's the people, this, this is the people who made that, all right, um, and I don't think that had anything really bad in it. If anything, though, it did concern me because that was an original story. Um, and they just sort of did nothing at the end. And, like, they had a lot of ideas going at it and a lot of weird concepts. And then they just sort of, like, just trailed off. Hmm. Um, and I could definitely see that happening with this again. Where they're like, oh, here's some open-ended thing. And I bet that would probably be the best result, honestly. Uh, maybe. Because I feel like if they do something concrete with this type of stuff, uh, it could be pretty bad. Um, right, hmm. yeah. It's definitely, yeah, it's definitely important to be cautious about it. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to be like, oh, damn, I'm just going to say it's bad now or anything at all. Because I do still, I think generally, like, you know, great animation, uh, great music, all this other stuff. Um, and the fact that it's even touching on some of the subject matter is you know generally important i think um but it yeah like you said it remains to be seen uh, in the <laughs> end and we just have to wait and see really um so yeah uh on the flip side of that seriousness uh log horizon did an entire episode that's a puppet show because uh-huh. they didn't want to animate an entire arc, <gasps> so they just compressed an entire book of Log Horizon into a puppet show. Wait, okay. so like literal sock puppets? Or like... Yeah. Oh uh, well, God. it's animated, though. So oh, it's okay. Dead. Yeah, so it's not as good as you think, but... Okay. Yeah, I, it's... I was uh, if that would be that would have been incredible. That would actually be a lot of work to be honest. Yeah, it would be a lot, puppet. but that would have been good. Um, so it's just stylized in a puppet, yeah. puppet show. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, they, uh, 
they reminded me that there was in fact a a character name uh named like uh god it's like leo something who is an american player who is lar- is like his character was like a role playing as Leonardo from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And he wears like a turtle armor outfit and has two swords and everything. And it's like, Oh God, when they made this, like they really captured what MMO players are like. I still stand by this. Like, (laughs) because like all the Japanese players being named like one word in English or like, that doesn't even make sense or shit like William, Massachusetts and stuff like that. Or like (laughs) stuff like, uh, you know, the main guys like Shiro or whatever and stuff like that. And it's like Shiro something like some clever poetry or whatever. There's all this stuff. That's like the most realistic MMO naming stuff. And there's, they keep doing realistic MMO things that I really like. Um, so they were like, Oh oh yeah. Over on the Chinese server, um, which is completely disconnected from them and everything on a different time cycle and everything. Uh, they were, these others group was doing this other stuff and, um, they, uh, they have teamed up with the box art main, uh, NPC for the <laughs> expansion. That was the last one that was released or whatever before they all got, I don't, I still don't know what the thing is with the, with the log horizon. It's like 60 episodes in, but like, it's unclear if, you know, it wasn't a VR MMO. Okay. That's the main thing. It's not like Sword Art Online, but it's unclear, like how they all got there, I guess. Um, but anyways, yeah, they team up with the guy who's like named like, oh God, it's like Ray Bladestorm or something, which is extremely good. And he's just like an elf and he's just like depressed because since he's a story NPC, he can't actually kill anyone. He can only get them down to 25% so that the main character, so like that player characters can defeat them, right? Because that's how MMOs are. Um, so he's just like, oh, I can't beat anyone. This is so sad. And that was pretty funny. Um, and they reintroduced this character named Krusty who's just unhinged. <laughs> Uh, he's he's like a main main character. The clown he got like name. No, well yes, it's spelt like that. But he's just this guy with glasses and a pallet armor. Um, he's a real freak. Okay, okay? I just want to start. I cannot stress that enough that he's a real freak. He has issues. Um, he had he got cursed, I guess, and now he's just stuck at five thousand HP or whatever. Um, oh and he no! Can't rest- he can't restore his HP like normal. Um, so, and he, and he seems to think that if he dies, he will die, die, unlike everyone else who respawns. Um, so that's an interesting thing. I think it's weird that they decided to skip an entire book (laughs) in one episode. Uh, apparently it's because some people were saying like, well, I guess it kind of makes sense because like the book is backloaded and they didn't do any of the back part of the book yet. So that'll probably be like a whole episode on its own, but it felt very rushed. Like you could tell, like the way that they were just like, yeah, we decided to do a puppet show. And they're like, that's kind of weird. Don't you think you could just tell me normally? And they're like, no, this is the most condensed way we can tell you all the information to everyone (laughs) or whatever. And it was like, okay. Um, This is also happening right after they did election fraud, I would like to say also. So they literally just (laughs) committed election fraud and then they're all watching a puppet show, which is, you know sure as as you are to do yeah um i i i I still really enjoyed log horizon i think it's still like i said the the thing that gets me 
I'd say this every time, but it's just seeing that they talked about the guy talking about like, oh yeah, I based it all off of EverQuest two or whatever, and like you can tell, like yeah, like I totally get where that's coming from. All the weird mannerisms that everyone does, all the weird mechanics and stuff like that. There was this really good thing that Krusty does at one point where he uses his special ability that is really fucked up where he can just uh he figured out how to use a spell a certain way so that he can view his character like it's the mmo so it goes like up in the air behind his head or whatever (laughs) so it's like third person so because then they said and this is a really strong ability because then he can see the aoe's (laughs) or whatever going off and it was just like christ like i thought that was really good um yeah, it's just fun. It's a fun show. I'm in, I'm enjoying viewing it uh, still. It's a uh, it, it it's a little tough to get you know back into it since it's been so long since uh, the last season. And you know, as it keeps going, you know, it, they're working off of the idea of you know you know what happened in the last book. You know what happened in, in this or whatever. And it's like, well, I don't remember what happened in episode forty. That was like five years ago. <laughs> I don't know. Um. So I kind of wish they had done a recap episode, really, at the beginning of all this. But I bet they just didn't want to waste any time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, LV, what's what is the magic conscious powered by the gender binary? What is? <laughs> please explain this to me. I'm sorry, oh I goodness. need to know. Okay, it's terrible. Uh, <laughs> okay, so this is um, so this is. Um, so Dr. Ramane has been having, like, two-parter episode stories. Like, oh, that's boy. not even the last episodes. They haven't been doing, like, you know, like, a self-contained story. One episode. No, like, the last couple episodes have been literally, like, two separate stories in a row. But they all needed, like, a second episode to wrap up. I'm like, wow, this is serious. It's, it's like, the mid-season or near the end of, the, of this anime season. Midpoint, right? Um, so I'm going to talk about like one of them, not the second one. The second one needs to, <laughs> the second episode for that has yet to come out. It's like in the you know, so um, and right, like I said, this show is about this guy like dealing with people with different different strange uh, ailments, and they usually have weird food body parts, and it's usually either their fault mm-hmm. or something's going on with them that they don't know how to address. So. So he's a real bastard, so he doesn't actually directly cure them. He's always just like, no, I'm going to, like, cure them, like, you know, use reverse psychology. It's always been that way. It's always been that way. Um, the recent one is about this woman who has dumpling ears, or gyoza ears, actually. They look more mm. like gyoza. Um, and um, he, it's it, it was basically her son goes to him. Her, like, he's like a little kid. He's literally like a little kid. Her son goes to him. And yeah, he's just like, I don't know why, you know, I, can you please help my mom, etc. Um, he, um, what was it? I actually don't remember. I actually don't remember what he does first. It's just, oh, it's, 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 the show's wild. Um, but he, he, at some point, he gives him, they, he usually, so Dr. Raman usually gives these people different I, magic items that can help them. But again, like I've said, describing other episodes, it sometimes just hurts them because it's supposed to, like, you know, Again, reverse psychology. It actually, it's actually, you know, the power of love this whole time that cures it. You know, it's something like that, whatever. Um, and um, he gives them this, like, shell. And again, it's like the magic conch in SpongeBob. You talk into it. It's like a walkie-talkie. <laughs> um, but the weird thing about it is that 
only a man and woman can communicate through it. I don't Uh-oh. understand why they mm. never explain it. But anyway, he he. <laughs> I don't know what the deal was. What they never explain why they're usually like. The, bi- the big issue I've had with the show so far is that, like, they have all these interesting, like, occult, mystical stuff, but, you know, they they all been just like, yeah, this thing, like, we can make you fly, but they don't explain it, and I guess that's fine, but then it's being applied in situations where I would like to know more, you know, like, how is, you know, it's, it's very strange, so it, they don't explain why. You know the magic. The magic again. The magic conch believes only in the gender binary. Uh, and yeah, he he basically gives him this walkie-talkie like shell, so that he can communicate with his mom better. Like you know, and I don't know. You know, we we don't know what that means at this point. So he so what one is hidden given to his mom? Like she she puts it in her mm-hmm. bag or whatever, but she doesn't know what it actually is. And then one he keeps for himself. Eventually, I, don't, I again don't know how do you, this this whole thing pans out, but like you know. In these episodes, you know, Dr. Ramane and, like, his assistant, like, this this kid in high school who, like, works with him, um, they basically end up getting a little more involved, like, figuring out what the deal is with this family. Because, again, the whole issue is that sometimes these issues are just purely psychological or there's some social issue or vice that they have. Um, and they find out, like, apparently this whole time um, that um, this kid has had a brother who was kidnapped like years ago or what I don't know it maybe it might be super recent and the reason why his mom has dumpling ears is because she shut off hearing whenever people like expressed worry about her like checking in our are you okay because she refuses to acknowledge her other son has been gone like he's dead and this whole time she's been talking to like thin air like for thinking her other son is still alive so like so that's why she has dumpling ears. See again, doesn't explain why dumplings in particular, but that's what the whole thing is. She shut off her hearing, essentially, pretending not. Basically, that the whole thing is like she's pretending not to hear the truth. There you go. That's the whole thing. Okay. Um, at some point, um, then at some point, the kid, the actual, the other, the other kid, um, he ends up he ends up getting missing as well. Um, I don't know what. <laughs> and then so then it, it throws her into a whole dilemma where now she has to confront the fact that. Now her other kid is going to potentially go missing and dead that she has to acknowledge the fact that her other son has been gone too. Like she has to consider, like the whole thing was like, she has to now consider that her son who is still alive here and who she can still care for, even though she lost her other kid, which is not her fault at all. She needs to like kind of get past that and um, confront her, her son who is here and alive still, you know, essentially and pay attention to him. So again, the whole thing was like, Resolve because she had to listen into the conscience to like listen to her son's voice and to listen to her, his concerns because you know again he saw the wa- the shell walkie talkie thing and that was the whole thing um, and yeah eventually she just opens up and apparently she, also their father was in the picture the whole time for some reason the father only showed up in the second part like I don't know what the deal was like I don't know what the dad was doing we have a recurring thing today about just terrible dads in this episode I guess <laughs> in this in Chichigatari but like they. I don't know. He wasn't doing anything. So like, and yeah, ultimately at the end, it was just about her confronting the fact that like, you know, she has to listen to her son's own like worries and own guilt about like how, yeah, his, his brother like was kidnapped and disappeared and they all feel like they took the blame for it in some way, but then they have to kind of communicate it with each other. They need to stop like blocking their own hearing in terms of like listening and confronting the truth about that. Right. Um, Again, like, but what was actually f- kind of funny about this episode was that, like, you know, Dr. Ramane's assistant confronted, like, you know, had to, like, 
you know, was giving him a hard time because, again, like, it seems like sometimes as these terrible situations happen, he seems to be in some way deliberately causing these problems just so that these clients can figure out, like, the situation on their own and endangering them and whatnot. So it was just kind of funny that his assistant pointed out, like, you know, I'm going to put you in jail because I think you... <laughs> I think you actually caused this other kid to go missing on purpose just to teach just just to make this woman, you know, and that's I don't know. He's like the best character in the show because he's like kind of the straight man who's like, I don't know why I'm working for this crazy man. But, you know, and we don't, I don't really they haven't really unpacked that relationship more as to why he was with him because he's like a normal human. He doesn't have any powers himself. But but it's like, no, yeah, that, but that was good. But like, yeah, like I said, it's just very the show is very strange about like. You know, like, we're going to go through these dark stories. You know, this one was, like, borderline messed up because they outright, they outright implied, too, that, not implied, they outright said that um, her, you know, her kid that went missing, they, like, outright said, like, oh, my gosh, like, the crazy person, like, sent, like, sent up his body to, sent her body, sent his body to her and stuff. Like, crazy shit like that. It's like, whoa, that is really dark for, like, how silly the show gets. In fact, like, on the surface, this show is really silly, too. It's like, oh, yeah, people's body parts are just food for some reason. Again, reminder about the guy whose dick turned into, like, a whole uh, fish cake thing. And it's like, whoa, that's, 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 like, really stupid. Like, again, that's kind of, like, ooh, that's kind of, like, secondhand painful, right? It's like, ooh, to think about that and kind of gross. But it was a silly, silly episode. It really was about him being punished because he was a dirty cheater right <laughs> but then this one was like yeah we're gonna like go into the topic of like child endangerment and outright like get really dark about it it was just, i don't know so i don't know i don't know like like at times i don't know if this show's like supposed to be funny or if it's supposed i'm supposed to take it in seriously right it's like a little unclear um so yeah don't the the recent episode has been someone who um how should I put it? I don't know. Whenever they, whenever they start thinking about something, I don't know. It's a little weird. I don't know. I don't quite get it. But whenever they start, like, I guess whenever they start thinking too hard, yeah, like popcorn pops out of their head. Like it just pops out of their hair or something. It doesn't like doesn't go through their ear. It just pops out of their hair. A little weird. <laughs> but yeah, like I don't know. It's like it's like going into like I said, it's going to these dark things, and I don't know how to feel about it. Like, is this funny? Like, is it, or is it not? And then, it doesn't really explain the more supernatural aspects as to, like, what Dr. Ramane does, and, like, the items he gives to these people. And then, like, why? Why food? Like, you know, there seems to be no correspondence to the specific food item to the person's problem. Like, I don't know why dumplings. I guess because, like, dumplings kind of look like ears, or, you know, gyoza. Like, it's, like, in the shape of ears, so that's why they mash it up. But so far, like, every new episode, the food doesn't really... Yeah, it's just an it unrelated no aspect. Yeah. yeah. Beyond the first two episodes, I'm like, okay, sure. But strange series. Strange, gross series. Uh, <laughs> really strange. It, it will put you off from probably eating some, some of the food they show. I guess they just needed a gimmick, really, is the yeah. thing. But they just didn't know how to integrate it. Right. They were it's like, I want to make my like horror a- series or whatever. My weird, like, relationship building series. But I'm... <laughs> Have it be that uh, their ears turn into dumplings or whatever. Like, it's so weird. It's, so, mm. it's definitely like... Like, Holic, you know, or Triple X Holic. Again, the, oh, the sure. Triple X was silent. <laughs> Holic like Wamp, where, you know, again... Then why even her. have three? Fucking the audacity. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know why they... I still don't know why it's titled that. But it's, it's, so, it's a similar premise where, yeah, people are visiting this place, this person... 
to deal with these supernatural issues, and they're kind of strange. But that one was very pretty somber and clear up front. That, like, this is a serious series. And this one's like, I it, it's goofy at times, but then it decides to, like, go into dark cases like this. And it's just, the tone the tone shifting is just a little, it's a little rocky. It's, it's very strange. Well, I hope it doesn't go, I hope, like, Wonder Egg, it doesn't go somewhere fucking insane next if it's already, right. like, cranking, because <laughs> no there's no way that one would, there's any chance that one no, would handle things as well. definitely not. Um, yeah, it's still fine so far, but it's just like, yeah, yeah. again, like I said, it's just strange. I'm like, I, like, I feel one, like, oh, like, oh, this is, like, they do a joke in one minute, and then the next minute they talk about something fucked up, and it's like, uh okay there was like no like transition to like for me to like adjust to like okay how i'm supposed to feel watching this one episode alone uh um you know that actually you know uh dr stone continues he's to also fucked a up fucked up also. bastard man yeah he's a <laughs> fucked up sicko um uh-huh. I haven't watched the most recent episode, um, but feel free to talk about it if you want. I'm sure I can drop some takes because uh, I have a general idea of what's going on. Okay. So, right. Um, Chrome, right, was got kidnapped. Yep. Well, not kidnapped, but it's more like he's being held hostage now because, like, he decided to, like, I'm going to go inside, you know, the Sakasa side, you know, after... Again, after communicating with you know the two friends, again they fell off the face of the earth again. So you yep. know, they, they, this, this keeps happening. I'm like, wow, these two people that were raised as so important in the first episodes of this series beginning, and they keep doing this to them. Well, um, but anyway, the main issue they're focused on now is that like, okay, during the whole like in, like during that whole communication, and after they recruited now that one girl who was the fan, the idol fan. Chrome decided to, like, just stay around, and then, you know, he feels like he's gonna try to do, you know, he feels like he's doing something, you know, I, again, I wasn't, I wasn't sure what his motive was, but he decided to do that, and then everyone else is like, oh, shit, you know, on the, si- the kingdom of science, the science side, um, they're like, oh, shit, we gotta cut him back, he's gonna fucking die, <laughs> like, they have no, like, you know, which is true, yeah. he has no chance to beat her by himself, especially where it seems clear that to cause his kingdom, a lot of these people are, are you know, people like he—he he specifically has like a lot of people that are very physically, you know, like physical strength is like their main thing, right? That's their whole—that's their whole like thing, as opposed to like science, right? That's their whole difference. Um, and you know, basically they're just like kind of messing around the, with the poor guy, and yeah, you know, he's trying to escape. But then you know, like the whole thing is like he taking away from like what he has you know chrome has already learned and like as we recall he was kind of the quote-unquote sorcerer but in reality he himself was just kind of he was just smart enough to like find all these like things that can be rationally explained with science or chemistry that at that point in time he just presented as magic right to the villagers and whatnot but then ever since meeting senku it's more like oh okay he has a better understanding of like what things mean so all in all, as he was playing his escape, you know, he was, like, basically, you know, doing all these things, like, figuring out how to break out of, like, a bamboo prison or something. Like, and, re- you know, really, he just figured out, okay, how can I make something acidic enough where I can just break free? So, so stuff like that. It was very clever. It was, like, a nice episode where it actually showed, yeah, yeah, he's, like, a, he's actually a good character. Like, if he was allowed to do, that, you know, what he can do, uh, uh, besides being, like, the butt of jokes many times. Um and then they conf- and then like so we get introduced to a new character. I actually don't know if he was like alluded to in previous episodes, but we get a, a fucked up, you know, again, fucked up character. A lot of fucked up people on the Sukasa side. 
twisted ass man like he he's just he has a thirst for blood and he just wants Krim to fucking die so you know Krim is trying to escape and he just gets it yeah he just deals he just deals with like this guy who he just looks like a fucking cyborg kind of uh, <laughs> but he's not oh he's just fucked up looking um and what Krim does is that he pretends to be sick you know so again again the whole thing is like Krim knows he's no match for these people like so again he's trying to use his smarts and that was the whole thing that whole episode was about you know using your smarts over brawn you know it's like oh, okay whatever that's like a okay message um and he pretends to be sick and starts coughing up fake blood to like convince this guy like i'm fucking contagious i'm fucking dying i'm good and he starts coughing on him which is really funny <laughs> to kind of pretend to spread it to him um and that's kind of what like gets him distracted so he can kind of like get out of the way and eventually escape back to senku side um you know and everyone's like freaking out because they're like oh fuck he has like what lily had because again remember she had pneumonia for like 10 years and right i guess and then yeah right uh, the the force feeding thing i still still uh. uh, <laughs> But anyway, yeah, and yeah, they, they they put two together, two two together, and they're like, oh wow, okay, you know, and they realize, okay, he he just he was just faking it, and he figured out how to cleverly like make fake blood to keep in his mouth. And my main problem though is this is this is where the problem is. It's actually not Chrome. I think I think they did a great episode with Chrome and showing like, yeah, this is a character who has grown, and like he he is now like better at um, combining what he has learned from Senku in addition to what he has already known, and you know, and just synthesizing like. I get the whole science stuff. The character to introduce was like apparently the to explain the way he is, like why he's like an asshole and like just wants Chrome to die again. Like one of those one of the people who's like on patrol and was making sure Chrome doesn't escape. And his, what in his past life before the whole Stone World before the whole world turned stone, he was a cop, and that that like and and like they already make it clear he was a cop who was pretty much the epitome of like the problem with police brutality he was a guy who just shot people and killed people he, he shot suspects and like killed suspects even though they might have been not even again you're not even supposed to do that right but he just shot people because he felt like it or like because he felt like he had a grudge against them or just because he can't like he had a thrill out of it and it's like hmm okay so you know and with the discussion we've had in regards to like them really you know Sakasa side kind of has reasonable points in regards to how they see society and how they want to rebuild society and how, like, you know, maybe we should bring back the bad people. But then in this case, it's this is a little weird now. We have, like, a character who was brought back on the Sakasa side who already was, like, a cop who, like, fucking murdered people and was, like, a terrible person overall. And we see that here. Um, but, again, like, as I was going with that train of thought, like, it does seem to go back into our discussion over how, like, yeah, we're going to, like, throw in some wrenches here in the Sakasa side to make them look as bad as possible. <laughs> <laughs> to kind of like water down their initial argument yeah. that's actually okay so yeah this character makes no sense as to why they're on Sukasa's side the only reason it matches up is because yeah this character has like physical strength and has like the ability to like again like the whole like primordial ability to just like hunt down things and that's clear here but in terms of his like occupation as being like a bloodthirsty cop, that 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 makes no sense then as to why he was revived. Because unless you know, again, I'm like thinking too deep here. It's just more like the writers did not think about that or did not want to be consistent as to like the whole thing where Sukasa was like, you know, we we shouldn't we shouldn't revive these bad people. But alas, this person was revived to like weaponize them, right? And maybe that's the whole that's just that's just it, you know, right? But like this guy's like a bad person, you know, so it's a little weird. Also, like, I don't know how old they are. Again, the whole issue where, like, 
I don't know if some of these people are teenagers or full-grown adults, but this guy was a cop. Was he... Is he an adult? I don't know. I couldn't tell. <laughs> I just, or is he a high schooler like everyone else? It's hard to tell. The thing that gets uh, me is the, the the concept that Sukasa would be sitting here being like, well, we can't, we, we need to get rid of all the old people because they're going to ruin society. But a right. cop. Like, He's young, so it's okay. Like, I don't. Like, I don't. oh yeah, like a young <laughs> cop. That sounds great. A, a young cop right, who'd like. like that's be, what I mean. Uh, I don't even know this person's age. Like, you cannot know. Like. He, it outright, it outright showed brief, like, he was an active person, like, working. Like, this is not a teenager. This might be an adult. So, I don't know. It's very... Like, he really was the epitome of, like, this is what police brutality is. This is what people do not want and are fighting against. Like, so, yeah, it was insane. It was a little insane to me to, like, realize, like, wait, that doesn't make sense. Like, literally watching in the middle of the episode, like, that doesn't make sense. Why is this guy alive if this is the sort of person that should not be alive on that side you know yeah um so again it's the whole i think we you know we even talked about this too like the whole issue of the boomer the boomer side of this the the, the creative side of this team clashing with maybe the more younger opinions <laughs> that are making dr stone right um, yeah so yeah it doesn't doesn't make sense that's really what stood out to me i thought the i thought like just this character study of crumb was like actually nice but that bothered me. That was the only thing that bothered me. The introduction of this new antagonist bothered me. <laughs> Their placement does not make sense. Yeah, like, it would make sense for Senku to have done it and then, like, he betrays them or something because he's a twisted <laughs> right? individual or something. Yeah. It, yeah, this is just the nature of, like, oh, well, we accidentally realized we made someone with <laughs> good ideology, so better get rid of that. Oh. It's like, no, we, uh, we, gotta, we gotta remove this shitty person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just... <laughs> No, it's still an enjoyable show. I I, I think it is still gen- genuinely uh, fun when they're doing things. They they what was the thing where they called it? They called something a weird thing, just like cell phone in a recent episode again too. Because I keep complaining about how they just made a radio and they call it, keep calling it a cell phone. Um, like the tank thing they made. Or? Yeah, it, it might have been. He said like we're going to make this, and then he just made it like the tank or whatever instead uh-huh. it's just like why did you say that why did you say that again <laughs> I can't remember what it was i don't it does I, I don't know uh they, they have weird it is very the boomer thing imagine if this <laughs> wasn't made by a boomer i guess uh mm-hmm. in in some elements because yeah yeah it really shows it really shows it really shows <laughs> um, right there are times too when like just the way, like again, I Senku, like Senku's character, like archetype. It really is just the joke of like this this prodigal character who like speaks way too above people. But at the same time, he just kind of sounds like the way the way he's he's he is written sounds like you know adult, right? You know, in, in such yeah. a way where this is how this is a preconceived notion of what an adult thinks a smart kid should sound like. You know, uh, I don't know. It was, that's it. It kind of has those vibes, like with all the characters. Definitely. Um, Alright, John, do you yes. think it's time? You think it's time? Do I talk think about time? Yeah, do you? Alright. You think it's time? I'll do it. Folks, Healing Good Precure is over. Rest in peace. Rest in fucking peace. Damn. All the girls, all the healing animals, and especially the Princess Latte, she has become sick. 
for perhaps the last time. I don't know. Maybe she'll get sick again in like whatever movie they have because they usually have a movie. <laughs> um, but don't worry, I have my notes. I'm reaching over for them right now. Okay. Okay. So yeah, the two episodes before the last episode, I'll be honest, were just basically exactly what you would expect. You know, Neo King Biogen infects the entire city. Everyone is crying. This is an, a, a quote from Princess Latte. Princess Latte, they, they, they read her thoughts with the, the stethoscope, and she says, everyone is crying. So that means everyone's infected. Fucking Latte's mom, Lady, I, I think it's pronounced Teatine? I don't know. She shows up, and she's like, I'm going to... I'm going to hold down Neo King Biogen while you all figure out what you're going to do. So... They go and um, do that. And then a bunch of the other healing animals show up. Like the adult healing animals. And they're all just like tigers and shit. And like gladiator costumes. So they look like the gladiator beasts from Yu-Gi-Oh. It's very weird. Um, <laughs> so they... Operated. Yeah. So they run off for a bit. And the concept that they come up with is that Asumi, the uh, Cure Earth, is going to take pathogerms and put them inside of her because their logic is that the barrier that King Biogen has up is only keeping out good clean energy so if they mix in some some pathogerm energy it'll get through the barrier that is their that is their concept here okay uh <laughs> um so next episode, they get through the barrier. You know, they're, they're, there's the whole fucking thing where they're battling. Um, he undermines the entire world. He takes over the whole world with sickness. And um, then they uh, they basically do the end of Elite Beat Agents where they're like, no, we can do it. Everyone cheers for the girls. Um <laughs> And uh, then they beat him. They they defeat him, and the world is saved. And um, they uh, th all the adults actually like come across the girls, and they're like, "Ah, we did. How could we have not noticed that you were the precures?" And there's this like, <laughs> there's this like legit cute moment though, where like they're all like knocked out and stuff, and like fr and exhausted from fighting. And all the adults are just like, "We don't want to. We don't want to upset you. We don't want to like break the illusion. So we're thanking you while while you're you know like we'll thank you in private and we'll try to treat you nicely from now on. You know, and like it was cute. It was nice. And there was like some scenes after that where they were like, um, like making a bunch of excuses for like the healing animals to go hang out with the girls. They'll be they would be like, oh no, I forgot to give Notica lunch. If only someone were to bring her lunch. You know, like that shit." Um, but then they made them like like servants, like they're just. Well, no, they're just like being like you know, go, like here's an excuse for them to go see the girls, basically. Okay, um, all right. And then also, Latte starts to talk normally in this episode. She can what she can talk now. Oh shit! Um, That's messed up. Yeah. So then after that, the animals leave. They go back to the the healing garden, and that's the end of the second to last episode. There's still one more episode left, <gasps> and this is where this is. Th those last two episodes, they took up like half a page each. This episode took up a whole page by itself. So the girls go to the garden. They go to the healing garden. They go to see everybody. 
They they meet all the healing animals. They, there's like baby healing animals that are like even younger than the uh, than the ones that trained with them. And you know, there's all that. Um, there's still like some areas that are not fully cured, and uh, there's this old monkey healing animal that shows up, and he's like, you know, the reason why that's not cured, it's because humans are harming the earth. It's because of all the pollution <gasps> and all that. Oh shit! And so, and so, yeah, so and so they have this whole fucking bit where the girls are like, oh, but you know, it's 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 all humanity's fault. And I just I just wrote down the healing animals need to show up and just fucking purify Exxon. Like if 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 they did some healing goodbyes on a cup on like, what is it like ten companies or whatever? You know, it would be in good <laughs> good shape. Yeah, um, I just need to follow that uh, Venn diagram. Yep. Yeah. That picture. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they so they brought a bunch of like buns, like some some snack buns for for um for everybody. Um but they accidentally brought in some infection, a pathogen was on the buns. Um and so it infects the buns and Latte gets sick one final time. <laughs> and they 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 fight they fight the enemies. But all of a sudden, out of fucking nowhere, a precure from next season just falls into the healing garden. Like, like one of the, I think it's Cure Summer. Because it's tropical precure this time. She just falls in, and they all start fighting together. And uh, they, they defeat the, the, the pathogerm. They defeat the final pathogerm. And the girls are all, like, getting ready to go, and they, like, say, they're all like, oh, you know, we have, we'll do our best to clean up after ourselves and all that. And I swear to God, Lady Teatine, whatever, however you pronounce it, walks up to the monkey, and she says something along the lines of, don't worry, if, if it is necessary, I am prepared to purify humanity. Whoa. She is full on saying if if push comes to shove, we are going to kill every every human. Like she's just being full on eco-fascist out here. Like it's insane. It's fucking insane. Like right at the end of the show, she's just she's like, "Yeah, we we are prepared to neutralize them." Like we have we have a plan. Yeah, she does. She they a, have she a, has plan. a button. Yeah, she's got a plan. <laughs> She has a button. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then that's pretty much it. That they they say that the healing never truly ends. And then there's there was like a scene of uh, Nodoka <laughs> passing the torch to uh, cure Summer. Healing never ends. Healing never ends yeah. What Pretty happened sure. to the, the the adult woman? Like, what happened to her? Oh, she she <laughs> also went to the healing garden. She's just living there now. But she's still gonna she's still gonna hang hang out with him on Earth. Like, no, that's, she that's just that? lives in the healing garden now. Oh, okay. She just lives there. Yes. All right. Freaker really is the common writer for, <laughs> like, I guess aimed at girls, quote unquote. You know what I mean? Like, yes. Oh that gosh. is because they, they do the same thing in the common writers they just get to the last episode and they're like what the and it's just like <laughs> completely unrelated man running around going oh hey you're common writer built huh i'm up to some crazy adventures better look <laughs> forward to it in the future or whatever you know so it's uh ugh. 
We did get two questions about Precure that I guess I will answer here. Um, someone said, what's the best Precure series and why is it Heart Catch? I don't know. I only watched one season, so I don't know. <laughs> do, uh, d- d- I don't think either of you have an opinion on this. I, I don't uh, want to declare a Precure opinion. Okay. Again, I've only seen the, I think, first two series. I like I, those, also but I don't know if they're series. considered the best, and I don't want to. Okay. I don't want to overstate I any think Precure it, fans. I think it is. Okay. I can't make a judgment either. You're right. You're smart to say that. <laughs> I do not want uh, Precure fans to come right. for me. <laughs> They're going to infect you and then purify you. Right, and That's yeah. what's going to happen, yeah. Messed up. And then this next question is, John, are you going to watch the next Precure 2? So I guess I'll, I'll, make, I'll make an announcement here. I'm, I'm going to check it out. I'm going to see... <laughs> okay. okay, listen... <laughs> I'm going to see what happens, but I'm only doing it because I feel like I need to because I have a Twitter account now and I've run out of content. And if, the, if there's some way okay. that I could somehow turn, if, if, if the seal in this new show, if something stupid happens to it every episode, then I'll keep watching it. If not, if I don't think it's funny, I'm not going to keep watching it. It needs to be That's funny. It, there needs to be a hook. Because the dog being sick really brought us through that show. <laughs> it wasn't bad. I had an alright time with it. Don't get me wrong. But I absolutely would not have watched the entire show if the dog didn't get sick every episode. So, there's your answer. That's because you're, you're the one who's sick. I've said this I know before, I but it's, you're, <laughs> yes. you're the one who's sick. They should have yes. purified you at the end. Maybe, maybe, maybe like if they pointed did. at the camera. <laughs> they just like John John Machonsky of Florida. We will purify. Yeah, she like like Latte's mom. Yeah, just declares looks, her name. Yeah, she just. But looks we don't right need to street. purify humanity. Just this one guy. <laughs> Turns God. to camera. God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a creepy pasta. There you go. <laughs> Free cure. Creepy pasta. Yeah. He, he healing sure bad. Yeah, healing bad. Yeah, healing bad. Mm-hmm. Creep here. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, there you go. That is my final healing good precure check in. Wow. Mm-hmm. End it's of an over. era. Mm-hmm. It really is. I don't know. Do you want me to do Pokemon too, just to keep it consistent? Yeah, sure. You can talk about Pokemon, yeah, which will never end ever. It will never end. No. Um. So, the first episode that I watched was about um. I don't remember her name. I'm bad with names. I apologize. But um, the girl, the the main girl who tags along with them sometimes, has a lovely adventure in um the, the the forest from sword and shield you know the one with the impidimps and the ponytas in it yeah she has a lovely adventure with a ponyta and um you know she's she's just traveling along you know she she gathers some items to heal a rapidash that is injured um very very nice very cute uh, episode that i had a good time watching next episode is a training episode boring I have fully realized that I don't give a shit about <gasps> Pokemon episodes when they're about just like training and battles because sure. I just I, I do that already. 
I do that <laughs> yeah, in the game. Yeah, yeah right. that makes I, sense. Yeah, I don't need to see them do it too. It's like watching, like it's like how some people feel about watching sports. Like I guess yeah. I would rather do this yeah. than watch it. Pokemon's yeah, my sport. Sense. As sad <laughs> as that is, and yeah, they just they they gotta they gotta chill with that. I no, they don't have to do that. I mean, it's just you know I have more fun with the episodes where they're doing stuff that I can't do in the games. Like, I mean, I, I, honestly, I, I, there are things that I wish I could do in the games. You know, I wish there were more, you know, like side quests and stuff like that, where it's just like, oh, hey, here's this ponyta with this rapidash that you need to help. Go, you know, do this. Go fight these impidimp to get the flowers or, you know, stuff like that. I agree with you, though. I, I do. Uh, yeah. I, um, I think, like, that's probably the pr- reason I fell off so hard. Um, when I was a kid with mm-hmm. the Pokemon, because I think like, I would say like a good, like half of the old episodes, I would say, I would say 75% of the old episodes are just stupid shit happening consistently yeah. nonstop, just stupid things. And then as it got to Hoenn, it just became more battles, more and more battles. Yeah. And then they like, they did the whole battle frontier anime and it was just like, right. man, no, I don't. Like, I'm not here to see Team Rocket get competitive. You know, I'm not here for that. I'm here for Team Rocket to get some little buddy who fucks them up or something all the Mm -hmm. time. Like, that is, yeah. Yes. I felt like that was even more, like, egregious when it came to um, when beauty contests were introduced. Right. And they were just made the battles or whatever, right? Yeah, and then they were... They were just, they didn't, I don't think they even conveyed them well, like, in no. the, like at least the last time I was following the anime, too. Like, they're gonna, that could have been interesting, but then, right, again, I was like, oh, new feature in the game, so, you know, we're cross But then, you know, they were pushing it so much, and they were doing it, I, I don't know, I felt like they were do yeah, they were doing the Don Hikari character so terribly with yeah, that yeah. stuff, and she kept, getting, she kept getting pushed around, too, and I don't know, in a weird way, they were trying to promote it a lot, but then they were just kind of subjecting it to ridicule and like hold the jigs like oh only girls do you know it was just it was it was a little ridiculous um every it was, it was guy too- npc involved is like extremely effeminate and stuff like yeah, that yeah they were like yeah. a stereotype yep gen 3 uh contests whipped so much ass like yeah oh my god i mean gen 4 was like okay but it, it th- i think they they kind of went too far with it it, they like, they watered it, it down. Really, was the thing. I think it yeah. just like it was like you dress them up and. Uh, yeah. I mean, when you're doing the actual like move stuff, the problem is that they they introduce this thing where like there's three judges and you have to like try to it, you have to like appeal to one of the three judges and like if you overlap, then you don't get extra points. And it's like you don't know what each Ugh. each Pokemon is going to take. It's it's dumb. It's not very fun. I, I I definitely had way more fun with the Gen 3 ones. Um, so I hope that if slash when they do the Diamond and Pearl remakes, I hope that they do, that they maybe go back a little bit to how it was in Gen 3. And you know what? If they don't, then I they guess just I just won't it. do contests. Yeah, they might just remove it because that's how they are. But, you know, we'll see. Right. Um, but yeah, the, the, the episode after that, yeah. They they go to train with I don't even know the dude's name I didn't write it down because I just I don't know, but it was like one of the fucking elite four from Kalos. So of course I don't know his name. Who remembers anything about Kalos? 
<laughs> uh, listen, I'm gonna, I'm standing by again, just sitting here like two two or three years ago when I was like X and Y sucks so bad, John. You're like no, and you're like mm, did I say mm, that? Where are we now, huh? I fully retract that X and Y is the worst. Thank you. <laughs> after Thank re- you. vindicated after- by history once again. Yeah, I have been playing Diamond and Pearl, and that shit has problems, but it is absolutely second worst to X. And yeah, y, not X even and y comparable. Is a- X not and y even comparable. Is like, yeah, it's like, it, yeah, it, it's like Diamond and Pearl has issues. X and Y is like you can't, you can't fix this. You know, like if if like they fix a lot of the problems in Platinum, and like Platinum is like okay. If they made a Z or whatever, it, it they, they would have had to, like, remake the whole like, fucking game. Yeah, they would have had to, like, blow up the whole region like they did in Gen 5, but, like, way more, even. Yeah, yeah they just go, it's some knight dude. He's like, he has my favorite type of Pokemon. He uses steel types, and I don't care, give a shit about him. Like, come on. That's it. That's all that happens. They just go train. And also, okay, one last thing. They, you know, they're they're doing all that. They, um, Ash brings his uh, Farfetch'd, his Galarian Farfetch'd, and uh, Go brings his Scyther. And it is, like, legitimately funny. At the end of the episode, they go through this whole trial or whatever. And then right at the end, the guy goes, oh, hey, Go, do you want to evolve your Scyther? And he just brings Go over to, like, a trading machine and is like, oh, yeah, no, yeah, just just hand him a a, a steel thing uh whatever the hell it's called and it'll it'll evolve if you trade it and then they just do it right there and it just evolves like they don't make a big deal <laughs> all right it's just like okay I'm glad they <laughs> traded it that's good though they could have just like because i remember early in the johto stuff they did some freak shit where it was just like oh we didn't trade it it just did it or whatever I, yeah I, I i distinctly remember this yeah they explicitly were like yeah if you, you just have to transfer it while it's holding the the coat um metal coat that's what it Which is. is sick in a way. I don't. It's a weird concept conceptually. It is just like yeah. Mm. But yeah, no. I, it was just very funny how nonchalant they were about it, though, because like in any other episode of Pokemon, you know, it's always like a big deal when a Pokemon evolves, and they're just kind of like, "Oh, you got a Scizor now. All right, whatever. See ya." <laughs> One more, baby. There you go. And guess what? Scizor whips ass. Who here mm. loves Scizor? Raise your hand. I'm raising my hand. It's pretty good. Yeah, I like, uh, uh, no, I guess I do like that one the most. I was going to say, like, okay. I like Heracross and stuff, but, you know, oh, I Heracross is, Heracross. I like Heracross Mega Heracross good. and stuff. I like, yeah, it was fun. Um, how do you feel I don't about like Me- Mega Pincer? I was going to say, how do you feel about Mega Pincer? Because they gave it's like the evil. fucking evil. They made it look evil. It's really scary. Yeah, scary. I don't like I- that. It should be. <laughs> It's because it's the whole thing is it's not supposed to be evil. It's supposed to look evil, but it's nice. But then that's just evil. Like it has evil wings and everything. <laughs> I mean, I, I like that they gave it wings to make it like actually like a stag beetle. Yeah, that's what but makes it kind of scary. Yeah, <laughs> stag beetles are scary. Oh, they are. Yeah, pincers a cool Pokemon. Now that I'm just thinking about it, yeah. pincers, cool. They should have made a baby pincer. Hmm, that would have been kind of cute. They should have given like Pinsir a regular right. evolution instead of just a mega evolution, though. Like, a stronger yeah. Pinsir would have been cool. Well, it's not really that imagine? good, but, like, Scizor's really good. Uh, could you imagine them uh, thinking about <laughs> their own I don't know. Like that? <laughs> I don't know. So just, uh, oh. But yeah, that's it. All right. 
Um, the only thing I have to add before I hand it off to Elvie to finish us off is I've been watching Fate Stay Night, Ooh. the 2006 Studio Dean anime. And uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> just got past the part where they replaced sex with CGI dragons. Mm. Pretty good. Um, That's good. That was really good. Uh, this they, they, all of them should do that. All yeah, no, I agree. The sex with CGI. Dragons. I will say Anything. before that happened, they adapted the part of the light novel where uh, Rin and Saber are um, palling it up, let's say, and mm. uh, the entire time uh, Rin's just like, uh, "This is how I have to. This is what I have to do to make your magic circuits work," which is actually what the VN does, right? Because it's all sex or whatever. Um, but it's just, it was so weird because they got rid of the sex to replace it with CGI dragons, but they were still like, you know what? Rin can fuck Saber, whatever, sure. Just not going to let the man do it. It was just so weird. Um, <laughs> that adaptation has the thing I've complained about in the past where Shiro is constantly like, oh, Sabers, you're a girl, stay home or whatever. And she's like, I'm a magic killing machine. Please let me just do my job, sir. <laughs> um. But it's 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 uh it's fun. It's goofy. It's badly animated. It's it has really good music. They did this funny thing I really liked where they did this episode where Archer did unlimited blade works, right? Cuz as he is wont to do. Uh yes. in these anime. Uh then they did a sad anime ending where they showed every time he appeared on the show, which was three scenes. <laughs> and they just replayed them multiple times while they played a sad anime song. And I thought that was really funny um, because Archer doesn't do anything in the fate route besides that. Um, uh, yeah, it's just fun. I don't know. It's stupid. It's dumb. They're just, it's just going, they do some weird stuff because it's very clear that they were thinking like, this is the only adaptation fate's going to get right. Cause it's a, <laughs> it was a Dojin game, right? It was, it's not a, right. a it wasn't a big game um, at the time. And uh, the way that they have, like, just weird scenes from the other two routes that are now, you know, fully animated and stuff like that. But, like, they're just interspersed into this, which is ostensibly just the first route. Um, It's so strange. Like, the opening after Archer dies, okay, just has, like, Shiro, uh, uh, Shiro and Archer fighting from the Unlimited Blade work stuff. And it's just like well, that's not going to happen. Why is this in the opening after he's dead? Like, it's so weird. Um, They have, like, weird hints with Sakura stuff that's never going to happen because, like, they don't think they're going to do Heaven's Feel, but they're just going to drop random Heaven's Feel stuff in. It's a very strange adaptation. Mm. Um, But honestly, it's worth a watch, I think, because it's insanely funny. The dub is not, though. Um, I don't recommend the dub. I don't recommend the dub at all because it was really painful to watch. Um, but yeah, uh, LV. Uh, yeah. Geki Doll continues to be uh... a mess. Uh, a mess. <laughs> um, and um, I see it and like, I, I think I understand what they're trying to do with this show. But I don't think they're doing it well, like at all. <laughs> uh, I was like kind of observing the Mal rating for the show, and it kept going down, which was kind of funny. Um, but like, <laughs> but it was more like other people. Tons of people have already dropped the show like episodes early on, but I'm still here watching it somehow. Um, 
so again, like I said, just to reiterate the premise, this is the premise of the show is that um, this is a quote unquote like show taking place in the future. Some there's semi post apocalyptic aspects to it where this young girl who's like I don't know she she looks like a baby. She's probably like I don't know like she's probably like a preteen, right? Um, wants to be an idol. She was very inspired by the idol she's seen on the screen, and they're like all like done through this 4D theater experience. And again, if you're someone who's seen like Macross or familiar with that, it's kind of similar to that. Where like yeah, like a lot of these idols perform like in space, and then they're like there's this whole effect where they do like this whole immersive theater, like they can like become big holograms and like can reach out and touch you and all that. It was kind of like that. And so she aspires to be like that one day, this this girl. And then she joins an agency and she's training for it, whatnot. There are hijinks and what have you. But then there are, like, elements of, like, darkness in this world. Like I said, there's a city over that's just a giant hole in the ground. And then they don't fucking talk about it. They don't address it. Like, a few episodes in, they hint that, okay, this girl's sister or friend. I wasn't sure. I realized it was her friend was one of the people who disappeared in that city or something, or something catastrophic happened. But that's pretty much it. They keep, there are like all these, there are many elephants, many, many, it's a zoo. It's a whole ass zoo. <laughs> they are not addressing in the show, and they just keep going, going back to the idol stuff. Like I said before, there was one girl who like unpacked like a crazy heavy story where like, yeah, she was basically like a pinup model and like did softcore, like, Porn, you know, like again, like as in terms, she was like posing nude for sexual reasons. She wasn't engaging in like actual sex, but like she's like a kid. That's insane, and like it's, mm. it's really messed up. And then they talk about it, but then that's it. They move on to the next episode, like as if it never happened. Like what? That's it? You're gonna just drop that shit and never address it again? Um, the latest, ep- like the latest string of episodes, it seems like they kind of realized, oh shit, we have a plot we have to like tackle, right? Um. And one of the girls in, in the troupe actually is not a real human. She seems to be some sort of android or robot. And I think they all know that. They keep referring to her as a doll. Like, her name is Doll. Um, I, I don't know. It's a little unclear if they, like, acknowledge she's a robot or, or, or aware she's not, like, a human. And one of the girls leaves to, you know, like, in an act of betrayal, one of the girls leaves to a different agency to work with them. And, they're, and they realize, oh, shit, this ruins our plans. That, you know, they, she hasn't said anything to us. Why did she do this? She was, like, casted as this important character in, like, uh, in, um, in, this, um, in, this, in this play we're doing. And I think the play is, in fact, actually Alice in Deadly School, which is the, the weird anime that they're trying to cross market with it, which apparently was bad. And this plot of that is, like, these high school girls are trapped, like, in their school as a zombie apocalypse is happening. Whether or not that might actually happen in the show, literally, I don't know. But that's the play that they're doing in the show. It's 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 bizarre. Uh, it's like a fictional play in the show. Um, right. Yeah. And um, yeah. So then they so then they realize, oh shoot, doll again, the android girl, robot girl, can do this. She actually is good, and you know she she's she acts like a robot. She's completely emotionless. But when she starts acting and doing her step part, like performing and whatnot, she's yeah her her she's really good. She knows how to deal with it. Um. And then this weird shit starts happening with the main character, where the main character starts seeing the android as, like, her missing friend that went missing in, like, the whole city or whatever. She starts having these delusions about, like, seeing her friend alive. Like, I, again, I don't know if the friend is dead or not. Again, they're, they are not talking about what happened actually in the city and, like, why there's a crater. She starts, and then, like, 
at some point she starts yeah she starts literally seeing the doll like as like some sort of like vision of her friend and she starts losing her mind over it at some point like it reaches a point where they're practicing and then she sees the doll like staying below the stairs you know like her friend saying like oh yeah come over you know that and like she fucking falls and like injures herself it's like it got really dark really fast i'm like what the hell is happening um next episode that was dealt with and then the robot girl she's like taken to be fixed and what have you and then like and then other weird stuff keeps happening with the robot girl um where for some reason like other girls start antagonizing her and then they reveal further on that the robot girl was made by i don't know if their producer or the rival agency again it's a little confusing between the two agencies that we're dealing with in the series where she was created in the image of like a ch- his childhood friend and that's fucking mess- weird like you know again the whole thing like like she was and yeah and then for some reason she was specifically assigned to this agency where like i don't know what the t- ulterior motives is but it was like she was created in the image of like this person like a long time ago that he had a crush on it was like very you know was, again very creepy adult man making this robot image of like a little girl he once remembered very strange very weird um but yeah it's it, they they just dropped all of this shit in like the last couple of episodes it's very weird this robot character was not important at all in the first several episodes um they still ha- are still not talking about the the, the the whole city the the missing city that was destroyed um but then they're doing all this shit and again it's just very it's just very sloppily handled. They keep they keep like exploring these dark themes, and then they decide to drop it in favor, of, like you know, like oh, we're gonna focus on cute idol stuff again. Like they literally, like literally after that stuff was unpacked, they just decided to shift focus on like two other girls in the troupe, showing how they met and like why did they want to become an idol. And, and it was a whole funny thing where like yeah, it, it was like them meeting at a like a restaurant and they start f- fighting over it, and then. One of the one of the employees was literally like, "Yeah, like actually, do you want to be an idol and whatnot? You know, and stuff like that." And then that's how they met. But yeah, they keep jumping between like really innocent slice of life stuff like that to this weird shit that I think they're like unpacking in such a way that doesn't that's not really concise or like you know it's it's very bumpy. Um, and I can so like at this point I can tell like this is a series that has like a very a very cynical view of the idol industry, but I don't think it's like conveying it well. Like it's it just it's just very sloppy handled. They they keep throwing these darts on like a board of like oh yeah we gotta we gotta introduce this thing like oh shoot yeah we, let's talk about like this character having a crazy messed up abusive backstory sure and then they just don't touch upon it again and again still refusing to like <laughs> address the weirder bigger stuff that's going on with the setting. Um. It's like a mishmash of different ideas that can be used to unpack, like how the idol industry has like a lot of dark stuff going on, but then it's not it's not being done in like a a way that blends well. Mm. Um, a bigger a bigger thing that really concerned me was um, this whole time um, I've been watching this through Funimation, so Funimation has the rights to subtitle the show and stream it. Um, the ending sequence. Uh, is a clip show. It's a clip show, you know, and um, it hasn't, it hasn't, and like, oh yeah, and like we reached a point too where the opening changed too. So it now it kind of has like a little more somber tone to it, suggesting that there's some dark stuff in the underbelly of the series. But the ending sequence this whole time has been like different clip shows of like what happened in the episode. So, you know, it's like, again, the typical, it's a black screen, the white credit, the white text credits are scrolling, and then there's like on the side, you see this little picture in picture thing of like, oh yeah, this is what happened in the episode. Remember that? 
In actuality, that's what Funimation edited in. Because the actual ending sequence is... Uh, <laughs> um, a, it's like one of those... Uh, fan service sequences of like you know like oh the girls acting cute they're wearing underwear and it's like oh that is really bad that is really inappropriate because once again these are characters that are like um and there's actually a mixture of ages um in the troop there's like actually a girl who's like pretty much an adult and then like older teenager but then most of these girls are like children you know it's like it, it deeply inappropriate really bad very pedophilic at the same time, as Mike, I've been concerned about that. I I do wonder if it was done in an ironic way. I don't, I do wonder if it was done in such a way to be like d d intentionally weird and off putting and disturbing, because um like I said, I'm getting the impression that this is a show that wants to comment a very you know wants to comment on a very negative view of like how the idol industry actually is, especially when it comes to like young girls and how there's definitely, <laughs> there's definitely an issue of like sexualization of like underage girls um, prevalent in, you know, real life and whatnot in regards to this culture. But there's no merchandising of the show as far as I know. Like okay. I, typically with a show like this, you would see like instantaneously like, Oh, like keychains and whatnot. But I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Um, but I have not seen like huge jam packed marketing in that vein for a show like this where you would typically expect it out of an idol franchise. Like I can talk about that with some of the like guy idol shows that are running this season. Like I if I look up the show, there's a lot of like promotion attached. This show does not have that. But I also do wonder if it's because this show has been kind of like negatively perceived I've not seen it. Um But yeah. Not to say I have faith in the show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> handling things. Uh -huh. But I'm just saying, like, oh, okay, there's a lot of weird things in this show, and I... At first, I was, like, uncomfortable with it, but now I'm like, okay, I kind of understand what they're doing here. Like, I, this might be intentional on the part of, like, they just wanna... They do just wanna say, like, yeah, this is fucked up. Here are, like, some unsavory parts of the island industry, especially when it comes to, like, how underage girls are treated and perceived. But it's not doing it in a way that is well done it's just yeah. all over the place it's not organized um and this is unfortunately what i think is the the shadow of madoka like to this day <laughs> where everyone is like oh yeah let's do uh like let's, let's do a, a, a dark thing but on the surface the first few episodes are normal and cute but it's not even doing that well it's it didn't yeah. even do that well like again the whole like uh like yeah, it's not even doing that well. Like it's it's just it's just introducing all these new things that were not even explored like early on or hinted at in the series. Like it thinks it's doing a red herring, it's not doing those well. Like, you know, it's 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 a sloppily put together series where it, it wants to convey something deep, but it's not doing it in a well thought out way, I think. Do you think overall it's just very tonally dissonant? Like just very would you say it's inconsistent or that it just it has gone full darko mode now or whatever or no i would say it's definitely totally doesn't yeah. it? it it's not full dark mode at the moment like nothing nothing is telling me about like like it's it still goes back and forth between like here's this weird thing and then you know it just goes back to them like we're practicing for our like idol thing um that's what I mean. Like, the whole issue with the dark stuff is, like, they're not staying on one thread. They keep jumping around different stuff. So, like, for instance, one episode, like I said, um, a, a girl sharing, like, yeah, I used to do pinup stuff as, like, a child, you know, underage stuff. Um, 
again, never revisited. They never talk about it again. Like, what happened? Like, why? <laughs> like, what, what was the point of that? And then now the whole, like, robot girl is causing problems and might have been a plant. And she's, she's, poten- she's intentionally planted, maybe, by a producer to, like, fuck things up. She, like, she was terrorizing, like, one girl, and then that's never brought up again. Now, now like, they're focusing on a different thing. It's just jumping around, even amongst, the, like, the dark mode Joker fight stuff. It's not even, it's, it's just all over the place, like I said. What if, there's, uh, my, my roommate's been watching a, another idol anime. I think it's separate, this season, where there's a ghost. A ghost. There's a ghost anime. I can't remember what it's called, but it's just like there's ghost just idols? there's a ghost idol specifically, and she's just there. <gasps> yeah, very strange. Uh, this fucked up idol season. That's what this is, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yes, it is. Just absolutely fucked. Um, I think that does it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, did you want to read our question or do you want to save it for later and stockpile it, John? What did you like to do? I mean, I don't mind either way. What do you want to do? Uh, let's just do it. Let's just do okay. it. Okay. Just one, one right. question to finish us off, yeah. Sure thing. Uh, again, send it to videogamechoochoo.tumblr.com slash ask if you want to sound like these fine folks. Uh, Trixie asks, what's the most anime you've ever binged in one sitting? When I was getting into anime at the age of 10, I binged the entirety of Panty Pony Dash in a single day. Wow. The only time I've ever <laughs> done anything that insane. That is a 26-episode anime. I'm going to say right now, I did three insane things in the same week, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, because I was just getting back into anime after my teens. Mm. Um, it's be like 2014, I think. 2020? 2014. 2013? It was when Kill a Kill happened, so 2013. Okay. So I was still a teen. After my my, my high school, I guess, at the end of high school, let's say, mm-hmm. um, I was getting back into anime, and I was like, I'm going to watch these recommendations. And in the same week, I watched, in the span of like a day each, I watched all of Madoka, <laughs> uh, all of Gurren Lagann, and all of Steins Gate. <laughs> Wow. Like a day <laughs> each. And that was just like my insane week, I guess, that I had. And I was just like, wow. I mean, is good. I mean, Madoka is like a 12 episode show. So that's not that one that wasn't that bad. bad. But yeah, the other ones are way longer. But that was like the starting one, which was like, yeah. that was like pretty crazy for like, you know, I'm going to get back into anime. And then mm-hmm. like, then I was just like, you know what? Fuck. But it was just like the both of those other shows. It was so hard to stop watching. I think just both of them because like Steins Gate really goes after a certain point, and then Gurren mm-hmm. Lagan, Gurren right. Lagan, you know how I feel. Gurren Lagan. So like I was going fucking crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that was my crazy time. Mm-hmm. What about y'all? Um, I have trouble paying attention to things. So okay. I don't really have a good answer for that one. I mean, like today I watched like maybe four hours of anime straight, like trying to catch wow. up with everything. And that is like legitimately impressive that I was able to do that. So yeah, <laughs> it's kind of hard to say because 
Like, I'm still having a lot of trouble with my attention span, but that is something that I'm working on. So, you know what? Honestly, me saying that right now, that's probably good, actually, that I'm able to do something like that, that I'm able to sit down and watch something. Um, Honestly, the only time that I have ever, ha- like, the only time that I have ever, quote-unquote, binged a show, and it's it's very stupid to think about now, but um, when the when Arrested Development came back on Netflix... I sat there and I watched the whole fourth season in a row because I didn't want anyone to spoil it for me. Oh, yeah. And That's fair, yeah. I mean, yeah. not really worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, yeah, I've, I've heard very mixed things, yes. It's extremely <laughs> mixed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like... Or go- like, some people have said, like, they, they, they should have come back, yeah, you know? Like, like, going back to Arrested <laughs> Development, like, I watched that what I watched that show when I was, like, I think early high school or whatever, so I wasn't as, like, in tune, as you would say, as I am now. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, going back to some of those jokes, not great. Not great. No, and and even, not, back yeah. the, even back then, not great. But there's still a lot of really good jokes in, in that original Yeah, there were, show. Strong, there were strong moments, but then overall there were some arcs that were yes. like, Yeah, you yes. sit there and you'd be like, does David Cross, do we have to do this gay but not gay joke the whole time? Yeah. Is that what we have to do? Right. But, um, yeah, th- th- that, that, that fourth season was so actively mixed. I never even watched the fifth season. I did not care enough. So, yeah. That there you go. That's my anime that I did. It was a uh, rest development. <laughs> so like the reason why um, I'm super into Dragon Ball is because uh, I was sad and had an internship and I watch the whole thing from start to finish. Um, on my, you know, like while I was working there, like so, like eight hours, you know, like thinking, thinking about like while, like literally Dragon Ball was just playing like eight hours mm-hmm. per day. Till I finished it. Um, that was kind of that was kind of how I dealt with it, um, <laughs> and that's how it be. And then once in a while, someone passes by my screen and say like, "Oh, okay." And we just had a conversation. It was like nice. It was like nice talking to random people I didn't even know in the office. We were like, "Oh, okay," talking about the show. There's like um, you know, blood and someone's butt maybe once in a while should right. happen. That was fine. It was okay. I was like in a relaxed work environment, so it was fine. They they didn't care much, but that was that was my whole thing. It was literally like eight hours per day. Like, uh, Dragon Ball, our first series, has, like, less than 200 episodes, and Z has, like, 300 or so. Again, not Kai. Like, actually, the tot- totality of Z. Um, and then GT, too. I did watch Ooh. GT, if you want to call. Yeah, I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why, but You're I'm the sorry. expert, sure. you know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've seen all of GT because I got hooked in... Z- I think... It- it must have been my first exposure to Dragon Ball. I think I remember being oh, on okay. vacation, yeah. and I remember like being excited or whatever, and staying mm-hmm. up late. And the only thing that was on the TV on Adult Swim was Dragon Ball GT, and I was like, "Well, yeah, this is I, that I Goku guy." Was, yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's funny too. Your first uh, exposure yeah. to him was as a kid. Yeah, and right. I was like, yeah, and then I well, so then I was like, oh, I have to, you know, I would watch it on. Uh, I've said this before. I watched Naruto Shippuden. I also watched Dragon Ball. I think on Divex Video, which used to exist, <laughs> um, which is insane to think about. But yeah, I, I watched all of old Dragon Ball on there too first, and then I watched Z. Uh, so I just I thought for the longest time because I was still very young. I think I thought yeah. that GT was Dragon Ball, and I was just like, oh, I have to get to the part that I was at. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, like, say, I don't remember any of that. I, 
I did remember another thing, but it, it, it wasn't actually that long ago, so I'm surprised that I forgot it. But, um, yeah, when I, I blew through uh, the Sun and Moon Pokemon anime to catch up to where it was, that was, I was watching a lot of that. So, yeah, probably that. I was watching, like, eight episodes a day, probably, just to, like, catch up. Which took a really long time, still, even doing that. That's a, that is a, a really lot. That is a real it, lot. Yes. It was a whole lot. <laughs> Alright. That's, that, that's a good question, though. I, that did mm-hmm. remind me that I, like, did that <laughs> that got me like <laughs> that got me going you know like doing all that like i i think i really that was when i watched like a ton of stuff like i think i watched Bakemon guitar like uh, the next week i'm not as fast <laughs> yeah. not as fast not that one are you fucking kidding me but uh yeah like a, a bunch of other stuff too that got really really into it was, a, it was just a good i was really thankful to my friend who recommended me all those shows i think because it really it really is what got me to be where i am today with anime liking i think Mm -hmm. because if i had just been left to my own devices i would just be the person who's just watching boku no hero right now and that's it i think definitely (laughs) i i I definitely recall too like i think when death note was like oh yeah um i definitely recall like i was you know i at that point in time too i was not like yeah, again, we all had that, like, weird gap where, like, yeah, at a younger age, we were super into anime, and for some reason, in between, like, we took a break from it, and now we're, like, freaks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I think we all have had that phase. Um, but, yeah, like, around that time, like, um, I wasn't consistently watching anime or, like, seeking it out so much. Um, so, and, you know, everyone was talking about the show, and I was, like, I, I'm pretty sure I definitely recall, like go out of my way to like torrent and just try to find like you know death note episodes to catch up to where people were because it sounded really juicy and yeah it was it was a good show a uh, good series um and um yeah i definitely recall that it has like 30 some episodes or so um because i, I yeah I, I people were like super like spo- you know like yeah this was another this was a series at the time where people were like oh spoilers don't be like you know holding and yet people were about who died or like oh no did so-and-so die etc that was like a whole big deal. I definitely recall that. And I wanted to catch up with that conversation. Right. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. I used to, honestly, when I was younger, I, uh, I used to do this double manga where I would just go sicko mode, uh, like <laughs> in that era of death note, I think like when I was like in like eighth grade or something, I remember right, yeah. reading every single death note volume and every single like full metal alchemist. Well, like, getting caught up at that point to full Malakmus anyways, because I don't think it was done yet. Um, mm-hmm. Or maybe it was. I don't know. Either way, yeah, like, just getting caught up and going crazy on that stuff. Uh, yeah. I wish I still had that power. I kind of... I just read Chainsaw Man. What am I fucking saying? I wish I still had that. I literally just did that in a day. Like, I read all of Chainsaw Man. Like, I, <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, okay. Anyway, yeah. We're all sickos forever. Um, yeah. That's how yep. it goes. Um and here's to many more years of being sickos, you know? That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Here, here we go. Uh, <laughs> all right. By the next time we watch it, we, we reconvene, I will have watched all the anime and actually be caught up this time. Because <laughs> this time I was just an anomaly. I, I'm usually on top of it. Um, and we'll also talk about uh, the Snow White with the red hair, that anime that I said we're watching. Uh, just 12 episodes for the first season. 
I might watch a little beyond it because I'm, I'm again sickos sicko. Um, hmm. uh, yeah, sorry if it puts you all to sleep out there. Not just you two, just anyone. Uh, it is a bit of a, a snoozy, uh, but uh, it's it's fine. It's fine. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it next time. If you want to get episodes of the show one week early, you can go to patreoncom VGCC. Three dollars gets you in, and you can vote for you. Can, I mean, you, you don't have to vote, but you just put in a show you want us to watch um and we will watch it that next month we're gonna pick one next week i guess in two weeks from now we're gonna pick our uh show that we're gonna watch next time so if you want to get in on that three dollars right there i guess anyone can do that right it's not is it just three dollars default now is that what it is yes. i don't even know yeah okay three dollars there you go you can you can you can make us force us to watch an anime i might binge it too you never know uh, it depends on how much time I have left before the podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, thank you both for joining me, and uh, see you all next time on another episode of Chuchi Bye. I'm not sure if you're